Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of You Season 4, Part 1. My name is Daniel, I am one of your hosts today, and joining alongside me today are my fellow suspects. Who did it? Could it have been Anthony? Hello, and no, or maybe. Or Shabazz. It was me. I did it. <laughs> Oh, you 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 spoiled the mystery though, Shay. We we saw we saw like twenty minutes of the episode left to talk about. This. Yeah, but I think it's easier this way because that way, you know, I think a lot of crime shows and crime movies they take too long to get to who did it. Like, just tell me who did it from the beginning, and then let me see what happened. Tell me who done it. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> tell exactly. me who done it from the beginning. You know, and you, exactly you right now do kind of look like that. you do kind of look like you're almost like a detective, or you're kind of like Joe because Joe always does wear a hat. But that's a, that that's hat. a very but that's a very obvious yeah. hat, though. Like, you'd stand out the, in any crowd. Joe does not wear this hat. You're right. No, I did wear this hat for a couple of reasons. Because we are, for myself, and I know for us, we are huge Nintendo fans here. Yes. Um, and we are a Nintendo Direct Watch. So I'm hoping by the time this review goes uh. live, we would have either had a Nintendo Direct happen or one is announced. And I'm very excited. So I'm just trying to You're manifesting prepare. It. I'm manifesting it. Or... I'm covering my very messy hair. Mm. Who knows which one is the truth? That's that's the most mystery. likely the second one. That's the mystery. But please let there be a Nintendo re- Direct, and if there is, obviously we'll talk about it later down the road. Uh, but yeah, you know we're you know this has been a long time coming. We've been wanting to talk about the show for a while, and it's kind of crazy that we're you know we're heading into season four because guess what? And a lot of Netflix shows don't really make it to season four. So the fact that we're here that's pretty special. Uh, but of course, this is the movie podcast. You can catch a brand new episode every single monday and watch out throughout the week for our reviews and interviews on all the latest movies and series we have lots of incredible reviews coming your way including our review for ant-man and the wasp quantum mania we also have some interviews happening for that too so stay tuned for all of that and more and of course check out all the incredible interviews and reviews that are out on the page already Now, we do have a great partnership going on. This episode of the Movie Podcast is brought to you in part by our friends at Manscaped. You will notice the three of us looking very well-groomed, very beautiful, sporting our facial hair, and uh, things that you cannot see in this camera are also very well-groomed, so don't worry about that. Uh, But of course, we want to give you 20% off and free shipping, courtesy of our friends at Manscaped. Use promo code MOVIEPOD now. Show notes below has all the information you need and more. Shay, can you tell me a little bit about why you love Manscaped so much? Look, as, as a man of the beard, you know, as we all are men of the beard, uh, one of the things that's always kind of troubled us, or at least, I guess, put a barrier up, is, is a how long it takes to trim our beard down and also the accuracy of it all. So using that the, the beard hedger, it, it has been a bit, bit of a game changer, in my opinion, because I, I've never had to go so quick to shave myself down and i love right. that i love how fast it is even for the for the bits down there for your for your pots uh, in the nether regions the bits below yes the bits below uh, sounds like an album like from 2006 it does. bits below yeah. yeah uh that area also super fast i think the skin safe technology all that kind of stuff has immediately made my life a lot easier and i'm telling you this as a complete skeptic and a non-believer before I now believe, and I'm not, that's not a line. I'm being honest with you. I now (laughs) believe I get it. I'm like, okay, I get why this is, I get why this is what it is. And I can't just use any old razor or machine that I was before. This is specific and it makes sense. I love it. Use promo code movie pod show notes below. 
I, I never heard anyone so like gung ho about using a razor. Man, Shay's been like the number one like fan. Look at that this. face. Yeah, look at that face. I'm, that I'm, is I'm, a, I'm a bit of a hairy face. guy. I'm sorry. Like I, yeah. I, I, I got hair in places, you know. So I gotta make sure yeah. that my hair is taken care. That there you runs, go. And you know who has some great hair in you? Joe. I mean, Penn Badgley has some incredible facial hair this he season. Yeah. And he has a flow of hair happening too. We're going to talk about that very soon. Uh, but I do also re remind you, please make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Check out our show notes below for all of those links and more. We're at The Movie Podcast. We are everywhere at that name. You could find us also on YouTube.com slash The Movie Podcast. Anthony's been making some great videos on YouTube. Uh, you may notice that, you know, this is probably a multicam edit, so it's probably on my face right now. And then if Anthony starts talking it's going to cut to him and then Shay starts talking it's going to cut to him if you're listening to this in your car right now that doesn't mean anything to you because nothing's happening we should do multi-audio on now. youtube multi-audio like edits, left we'll, channel we'll is pen. you right channel yeah. is me back channel is Dan anthony yeah yeah we'll we'll do like a dolby atmos edit yeah. so we could you you have to go to a theater to get the full experience <laughs> of the movie podcast so partnering with imax it's so much work yeah <laughs> It's a lot of work, but listen, we, you know, we want to bring it to you. We want to make this happen for you. So if you want to make this happen for us, please, you know, you know, buy some Manscaped products, use our promo code will help us out a lot. Uh, anyways, let's get over to you. Season four, part one, of course, this is the first five episodes of the season. Netflix is really starting to do this breaking up of the season. So we're getting the first five episodes on February 9th. And then fast forward to March 9th, we'll have the final five episodes of season four now we're going to be talking obviously uh if there is spoilers we're going to get get into i mean the show is out as the time of uh you're listening to this and watching it so there will be some spoilers so look out for that uh but uh other than that anthony please take us away with the synopsis for you season four part one after his previous life went up in flames Joel Goldberg has fled to Europe to escape his messy past, adopt a new identity, and of course, to pursue true love. But Joe soon finds himself in the strange new role of reluctant detective, as he discovers he may not be the only killer in London. Now his future depends on identifying and stopping whoever is targeting his new friend group of uber-wealthy socialites. Thank you very much for that. And like I said, of course, You Season 4 Part 1 is out today on Netflix. I want to say thank you to our friends at Netflix Canada for making this happen for us, for providing us with the screener so we can get this review out to you on day one, minute one. It's available now. Shay, take us away with your first reactions to the season. You Season 4 Part 1 has given the show a very necessary pivot. And I think that because, you know, when you start getting into the you know later seasons of a, of a premise that maybe doesn't need to last or stay, it's welcome for this long. How do you kind of reinvent it? How do you change up the wheelhouse a little bit? You make it a murder mystery. And I didn't expect that. I didn't think they'd go down this route considering un you know, when you look at the previous seasons, you know, season one obviously sets it all up. It kind of lets you know it's much, much smaller scaled. Season two really expands on that. And it's probably my least favorite season. Season three, I absolutely loved. I love that that husband and wife dynamic that they kind of introduced of these two people that are absolutely insane, who are just the most wild people in the world. And I really enjoyed that. And I kept wondering, okay... Where are they going to take it to season four? Because I feel like, you know, gas is going to have to run out at a certain point. But season four, 
I like that. I like what they did. They made it a murder mystery. They have Joe at the center of it. You have a murderer. You have someone who kills and does it so well trying oh. to solve a murder. So well, eh? He does it so well. You want to commend him on his murdering. I eh? think if I gave him an award for best murderer, he'd be one of those guys. He's just really He's very efficient. You're right. He's very, very very efficient. Yeah. He knows the ins and outs. And also it helps that he's super book smart. So he knows that. But on top of that, Penn Badgley is just such a charming fellow. I'm not too familiar with his work, but I do know of him. I haven't really seen Gossip Girl, but watching you... I, I get it. I'm like, you know, this guy is he's really handsome, especially in this season with the rugged beard, long hair. It really, really works for him. But overall, the way he speaks, his cadence, the, the words he uses, it's very charming and very alluring. And I totally understand why women fall in love with him. He's, you know, it, it's very, it's very understandable. And then introducing these new characters, introducing this new world, moving him outside of America into Europe introduces almost like a fish out of water scenario as well, which you're having a lot of different things kind of thrown at this season. So that really worked for me. The things that didn't really work for me, are, I think his his friends and, and I get that in this show, they're supposed to be unlikable. And I totally understand that because they're super wealthy. They're horrible people. They don't give a shit about anybody else. And I totally understand that. But I don't think they left a lasting impression for me. So as they were being offed one by one, I never really felt anything. I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, sure, they're dead. No big deal. Until it's until it really starts to get closer and closer to Joe, it, it never really phases me. And then we start seeing the love triangles happen and the the intensity of all that. So that that stuff I definitely enjoyed, but it was his probably his again, his friends, his group of friends that I I wasn't completely in love with. Doesn't it say much about like what the type of genre they're going for? Because it is a murder mystery, and then you don't want to get too attached to these characters. And eventually, you know, it seems like they're going they're being picked off one by one, very similar to Clue. Like yeah, why right. get so attached to them or write them in? They they're written in such a way that you hate them. So yeah. it's like, I yeah, I don't really care about you. There there are there are a couple of characters that you kind of like stick to, or you you want to see what happens to them. Mm-hmm. But the the remaining characters that are part of this big group of of uber rich socialites, yeah, you're you're right. They they don't really have a lasting appeal. But I think that's written intentionally. I agree. I, I, I do think, I think it is written intentionally. Yeah. Yes, I do agree. And I think anything, maybe, maybe it shouldn't be a weak spot, but I think for me, just when you have the previous season where I enjoyed everybody, I enjoyed Scott Speedman and all the other characters that I introduced to, I wish that had the same effect on this season for me. Support for the movie podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over 7 million men worldwide who have trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MOVIEPOD at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. You know what I didn't know I needed, but I needed is an LED light on my shaver. Oh my god! Like, oh my gosh! Yes, there is darkness, especially around that area. <laughs> it works so well. You can really pinpoint all the hairs, and you're like, okay, I got this point because you hair kind of like starts to mesh, and you really don't see it properly. But with this LED light, it's 
super bright and you can get everything precision cut it's a 4000k led spotlight so you are literally putting a spotlight to your genitals down there to make sure you're you're treating them as you should the skin safe proprietary technology that they use for uh the the lawnmower is really good like i i i was always a little hesitant going down there and then i felt safe i felt like there was protection there Manscaped just makes it so easy to choose a tool, whatever you're using, be it the beer trimmer, the lawnmower, the weed whacker, and it just feels like there is like this accessibility to it that I absolutely love. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code MoviePod at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code MoviePod. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Your balls. Well, thank you. You know, I'm right there with you, Shay, because I think the cast in the season. Well, I mean, let, let's let me start with Penn Badgley. Actually, like he's always the bright spot. It's this entire series. I mean, you don't go four seasons of a Netflix series if your main character isn't a likable person, and he's doing despicable things, but he's so charming. So you cannot help but want to see what he does next, right? And this is and I, full disclosure for myself. I watched you, the series, for the first time leading up to this review. So I watched season one to three, um, you know, starting in December, leading up to, you know, reviewing part four, or sorry, season four, part one now. So I've been kind of spending a lot of time with his character, and he's always the most likable one or the most interesting one. And I think going into season four, I was starting to feel a little burnt out on the kind of... I guess the the layout of the show, just like the format of like, okay, this just feels like we're always going to be like playing this kind of same cat and mouse game. And I think season four really changes up that that dynamic, like Shay said, that it gives the show, you know, kind of a boost of like, you know what, let's just, this feels like a different show. You know, like this just feels like a murder mystery show that you kind of dropped Joe into. And I was liking that a lot. Yeah, the, you know, the cast are a lot. Of, they're all rich. They all are playing like this different kind of variant of like a spoiled rich kid. And things get really crazy throughout the first kind of five episodes because you really can't tell who's going to be the next one, who you could trust. And when people start being like killed off, you're like, oh, OK, I wasn't expecting it to be this person or this is the direction that they went. Um and that's been really fun. And I really liked watching um, Charlotte Ritchie, who plays Kate this season with uh, with uh, Penn Badge. I think they play really well together um, and where, you know, their relationship kind of starts and where it ends at the end of the fifth episode is a really interesting one, too. So I'm excited to explore to see where this, you know, connection between them goes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really much enjoying the season. I think what they learned a lot with this season too is that, um, you know, Anthony and I, we spoke about this before is that you would feel like an episode of you would end and then it would go on. Like the episode feels like it's ending. And then it's like, Oh, there's still like two or three more scenes. There's still an extra 10 minutes where these episodes feel a lot more tighter where it's like, okay, you know what? 38 minutes, 40 minute episodes. We're telling our story and it's ending where it feels like it should end. It's getting those great cut to black moments, which I think seasons one two and three really kind of it had some of them but each episode in this new season was like okay let me let me play the next one let me play the next one and i think this is where the binge model really makes sense because when you have an episode that ends on that much of a cliffhanger you want to dive in immediately after each episode in the season was like okay damn it let me get into the next one i want to start this next one yeah joe joe for me is is he's an annoying character and I think the last season, even though I, I really liked that season because it was like love was such a dynamic to his character. 
But Joel himself is actually really, really annoying. From episode one, from season one, to episode three, or sorry, season three of, of the last episode, he's just annoying. He's so obsessive, and he's just this obsessiveness, this obsessiveness just gets really old, and it gets it's tiring, and you just want to kind of like, fuck, I don't want to watch this anymore. He just obsesses over the same thing. So season four being less obsessive, which is great, and actually having this cat and mouse where he's now being stalked and now he's kind of kind of trying to figure out who's playing him is so much better. And I think this is kind of like where you you can rejuvenate a series rather than continuing with the same tropes of the previous seasons. You know, there is, you know, an obsession with Kate being, you know, this person that he's kind of targeted, but it's not like he he really wants to be with her. I think it's actually maybe falling in love with someone naturally. Uh, but there's also Marianne who's around and I don't know how, where she plays and how she fits into this whole season. We do see her in a couple of seasons, uh, a couple of episodes in, in the uh, beginning, but I'm truly wondering what happens to that character and where they go. But overall, I think this is such a refresher for you because it is diving down a different path you have unlikable characters and even though Joe's not a he's, I, I get how you gravitate to Joe Joe is is the most likable now than he has ever been because he is trying to solve something that is affecting him but he's also trying to do good things um it, it, there's this weird dyna- dynamic with Joe cuz I don't like him cuz he is a bad guy but he also portrays himself saying oh well, I'm I'm a good person I'm I do good things but you kill people. And I think out of all that, underneath all that is a killer. Like, I think he likes killing, even though he hates yeah. to admit it. And I think he hates to, like, he'll say it a couple of times. I did not like killing this person, but he ends up killing every single person that he kind of interacts with. There's so many murders under his belt that it just can't happen to not figure out that this guy does like killing people. Yeah. So, but and that, but I think that's the thing, right? I think that's the thing when you when you're a serial killer like that, like they're not portraying him like someone like Dahmer. you know when we're when we're watching like Dahmer yeah. or like when we're watching a movie and there's like a clear villain, you know, they're in their minds they're not the villain, right? Even though he is doing awful things, um, but it is yeah. So we, it was it was nice to see uh, you know Marianne again after last season, um, but I'm curious where her plotline is going to go because you know he was given the chance for. A, a second shot at life joe because he that he was going to be killed for obviously you know killing love and now him being in um europe he lets marianne kind of flee steals her necklace which i thought was a uh, interesting thing that now she's still out there she knows he's alive so how is this all going to play into the grander story that's being told now um are, are we okay to get into full-on kind of spoiler territories for you know what's he, what episode five has 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 done are you guys cool with that yeah. I, I think yeah I, I just want to quickly touch on just marianne yeah, really yeah. quickly as well i think I, I i am curious to see where her story kind of goes because i wasn't too big of a fan of seeing her again because i was excited to see her but when the show started to take a different pivot i was like okay i'm i'm okay to not see marianne for a bit including her into the story is is an interesting dynamic because we still don't really know what it's going to do in part two the payoff might be there so i'm going to hold off on my reservations until part two you know we watch that and see what happens there 
But as of right now, Marianne's character really is just kind of a lingering reminder that this right. is still part of the U universe, I guess you could say. The universe. The universe. Yeah. The universe. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was that you know that kind of floating floating plot point where it's like yeah this this character is still around don't worry and we're going to see how this kind of ties into the larger scale but I'm just really liking you know the UK you know Joe or Jonathan this season as uh, as he has adopted the identity of you know Anthony you mentioned as you know throughout the, these first five episodes that yes Joe is the one that's kind of being stalked and looked and, and being chased and it's nice seeing him on the back foot i think too because we don't normally get to see that side of him where he feels like he's literally you know playing detective he is you know our benoit blanc he is our you know our our perot in this in this you know kind of messed up season so far um but when it's kind of revealed who you know the one is pulling the strings as of right now i mean there's there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy moments this season, you know, especially with, you know, Joe being thrown out a window by, um, what's his name? Uh, I'm blanking on his name right now. Oh, roll, uh, rolled. Right. Right. Yeah. Rolled kind of throws him out a window and he's hunting him because he thinks he's the eat the rich killer. Um, and then that kind of turns into it being revealed that, you know, like the big kind of guy pulling the strings right now is, um, Reese. Reese, yeah, Reese, who Reese. is you know the one who wrote the book at the beginning that we we kind of see that one of the John, really nice Joe students, the really is nice reading. guy, the one that Joe gravitated towards as well. Yeah. Exactly, and the one who you know he really liked. He's like, oh, I can't hate this guy yet, and he's going to run for mayor. And you know, there's a little plot line that I liked in the earlier, you know, in the early episode of the season where you know uh, Joe student tells him he's like, you know, in a murder mystery. There are no coincidences, mm -hmm. right? So, like the the fact that they're already planting these seeds of who this character is and what he could do, and it's you know season sorry episode five ends with him announcing that he is going to be running for mayor, um, and he did have rolled and you know Joe locked up and almost killed them. It's it's very interesting to see. Like I have no idea where part two of the season is going to go. Yeah, I think I think it it's going to lead back to Marianne. I Marianne. Sorry, I keep saying Marianne. Marianne. Um, just because there, her story is so, it was left empty, and there's also this, 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 I guess hitman who gave him instructions to do a specific task, and he didn't do it. So I think that's going to come and bite him in the ass. So he's going to have to deal with that as well as figuring out how to take down Reese. And I don't know, like truthfully, as long as Kate's okay, I think in Joe Joe's eyes, maybe some of the other characters what he how he's killing these people and why he's killing these, these people are not great like truthfully they're they're just not good people so i have conflicted i feel like reese is killing them because they're not great good people there was that whole uh discussion at the top on the rooftop about simon not being you know not uh doing good deeds and, and cleaning himself right. up and making sure they, he, he made amends for his past and, and clearly Simon paid for his, his actions and how, you know, he gave those drugs to that, that uh, his assistant who was painting the pictures for him. It just says a lot about these, these groups of people. I just feel like, yeah, I wouldn't mind if they actually died, but why should, Joe really target Reese, even though he is he tried to plant it, plant Malcolm, I guess, on him. Why should he still continue fighting him? You know, like what was the what's the reason? 
I, I just think that he's exposed now, right? So like he, he his identity is known. So it's just like you, it's either I think Joe's in that spot where it's like okay, kill or be killed now, right? So I, and I don't know, and and that's the thing where it's like where there's so many tangled webs in this season so quickly already, and you have like a really kind of big villain at the at the top of this now. You have someone who's running for for mayor of the city of London who has a lot of public support, all the money in the world. Uh, if this show, by the way, if this show doesn't make you hate the super rich, <laughs> nothing else will, because you're going to, you're going to hate all the rich characters. Absolutely. In the show, but um, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious. I don't know where the outcome is going to go. And I think that's a benefit to the show. It's making me come back every episode, like every episode this season so far, I'm like, Oh, play one more, play one more, play one more. So I'm, I'm hoping that part two maintains that, uh, that energy. And there's a good payoff. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I do like that they've learned their lessons. They've kind of come at this thinking, okay, we've had some successful seasons and unsuccessful seasons. Like, where's everybody at with this show? And luckily, this season right now, or this the first part of the season at least, is doing a great job. I still think Love is alive. I don't think she's dead. Really? I, I don't think she's dead. All right. She I was mean, too curious, good of a, you know, because she, she was, was too good, good of we a don't character. Know. Yeah. To just she was to no just, and Victoria I, I don't know. I just, is amazing. She's phenomenal. I just think like sure she could have you know died in the house and exploded with in the it fire and, with in the, the fire. injection. Yes, while being paralyzed. Yes, but I think she's the one who who's watching the Joe from a, pulling the strings. Maybe maybe I don't know. That's a weird conspiracy. I, I I don't know much about what's happened behind it. I don't know if she was actually on set or anything like that, but. I would love to see her back because I think she her character was so so unique. And I I I fucking hate Joe though. Like he's just like, oh, <laughs> he loves her so much. And then he's like, no, she wasn't the one because she was killing people. I'm like, but you were killing people. Right. You literally killed someone in the first episode, first season yeah. of you. You killed that poor innocent girl. Like literally, and you you're giving shit to her. Um I get it. He, she was killing everyone in town, though. That's the that's a big no no. <laughs> a little um, different. A little yeah, different. Yeah, sure. I, I wonder where Kate will play. Will will be part of you know how she yep. our character will deal with it because she is she she puts up a front of being this like bitch and she hates everything and she doesn't like Joe. She, there's this like really stern and it's so opposite of who Joe's attracted to. So I'm right. wondering when she finds out what Joe's done, which she will. What's her reaction? What's she going to Because she seems like someone who would like fight him because of just her demeanor and her, her, yeah. her strong presence. And I think he likes that, right? Like he even said, like, you know, he's impressed by her. And, you know, that in that first or second episode, she even says, like, you probably think I'm a bitch, but I prefer that. I prefer that you did. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and, but then she starts opening up to him and it's like, yeah, well, you know, my, my dad's this person and, you know, he literally could you know get the devil off trial if, if possible basically right with everything that she said that her dad's done with the kids and, and the cancer like it's 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 gets crazy and it's and it's true because there are people like that in the world that can do these type of things and when you have all the money in the world you could do whatever you want right but it's it's a really interesting dynamic that we have set up right now and i think where part one ends is going to really lead to um probably like the biggest kind of finale that we've ever seen so far on the show 
Stranger Things. Any caliber. final thoughts? Yes, yeah, Stranger Things. Eleven is going to show up as well too, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and fight the upside down. Any final thoughts before we you know we wrap up today's review of you season four part one? It looks like we are all good to go. Of course, this ep- sorry, this season of you is available right now on Netflix. Part one, episodes one to five. You could watch. All on Netflix right now. And then on March 9th, the second half of the season will drop with the final five episodes. And we'll be back with our thoughts on all of that and more. There is so much to look forward to here on the movie podcast. We have our Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania review. We have lots of amazing interviews coming your way. So stay tuned for all of that and more. And of course, I want to say thank you to our friends at Manscaped for sponsoring today's episode. Check out our show notes below to see how you could get 20% off and free shipping off your next order. And of course, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at The Movie Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, join our Discord. And if you're looking forward to you, let's talk about it in our Discord. The conversations uh, of this episode may end, but they could continue on in Discord. So make sure you join us there. And of course, that was this time with The Movie Podcast. And we'll see you next.